0: Hey, this is Chris from King Perth and you're listening to Kinky Confessions the Podcast. We have an exciting episode today. I have an absolute goddess in at the King Perth apartment today. She's been running around here for the last 30 minutes taking very sexy photos. So I'm going to throw it over to you now. What can I call you and what is your confession?
1: Oh, uh, well, firstly, thank you. Absolutely loved that intro. <laughs> I would definitely call myself a goddess, so.
0: Oh, you are. Don't <laughs> worry.
1: <laughs> well, you can call me Dream Kitty, although some people like to call me DK as well. So DK? So that's my nickname.
0: All right. DK it is.
1: DK it is.
0: And what is your confession?
1: <sighs> I forgot. That's why I was here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Oh, you got too carried away by the photos I and, did. and the vloggers. I had a great the
1: time prior to this. My confession is for the last year, I have been running very naughty, very sexy, very cheeky sex parties all around Perth.
0: Nice.
1: Some people like to call them swinging parties. Yeah. People that aren't really in the scene or industry go straight to, you host sex parties.
0: Yeah, (laughs) she says.
1: I call them events. This is not something that a lot of people know that I do. So I don't, I don't share this with, with the, the every, everyday person.
0: Oh, so when you're at the shop at Woolies <laughs> going through the checkout, you're not turning around and throwing away business cards no, to everyone? My no, my family
1: don't know this either. So, okay. hence why the, um, the picture that we use will, will, will not have my face on yep. it. Absolutely. So, yes, I have hosted many, many parties in the last year which was not something that I sat down and a lot of people ask me, how did you even get started? It's like one of the biggest questions I get asked all the time. Like I said, even after a year, I've got a nickname, DK. I went from Dream Kitty to DK. So I didn't sit down and have a business plan for this. It wasn't like I sat down one day and go, hey, I'm going to start running sex parties all around Perth and I might take them international. It was something that happened very naturally very effortlessly and very synchronous, like in a very synchronised way. And I believe in life when things are, you know, a flow and they're not forced to roll with them. And so I've accommodated and I'll share, um, I'll, you know, I'd love to share more about the first event that I held and how I've come to now run so many, it happened very naturally, like I said, and it wasn't like a business plan where I sat down with an accountant and said, I want to start a business running sex parties.
0: So the idea of starting a sex party or or a swingers party, however you want to call it, I guess I'm going to go back a little bit further and go, you've probably been to some before you decided to have one.
1: <laughs> You'd hope so. so.
0: So when did you start swinging?
1: Well... I started swinging about two and a half years ago. Again, that was not a planned thing. Prior to me being in the swinging scene and in this lifestyle, because I call it a lifestyle, I was, I've always been a very open-minded person. Don't get me wrong. I lived in Tokyo when I was 18 and worked in a hostess club there. I'm not sure if you're aware of what. In Tokyo, they have these like hostess bars. It's not like, we're not sleeping with, the Japanese man or it's it's nothing like that but um I guess what I'm trying to say is I was very open-minded and so but I was not even aware of swinging parties or sex parties like I was in monogamous relationships Like literally I was just in no monogamous relationships. I didn't even know that this stuff existed. And I I started working with an intimacy coach and like relationship coach and she was an ex-escort. And so she, we were doing a lot of deep inner work around my sexuality and yeah, like There was lots of layers to the work that we were doing together. And I had said, I just really felt like I was in an exploration, like a sexual exploration phase of my life. So this is two and a half years ago. And so I had said to her, oh, there's this app that I've seen or someone recommended called Red Hot Pie. Um, I'm not sure if you've spoken about Red Hot Pie on your podcast before. Yeah, so Red Hot Pie or RHP is an app It's you know, we have dating apps like Tinder and Hinge and all of that. Red Hot Pie is, it's predominantly, there's swingers on there and there's people that, um you know, it's more of a hookup app. Sexual exploration, really good events section on Red Hot Pie. So you can find all the swinging events in Perth. So I had said to my coach, Oh, and she's like, Yep, go for it. She like thought it was a great idea. She was like, Yep, go for it. Um, It's definitely something that she recommended and she had been on it before. I was single at that time, like fully single. And I was, like, really getting fed up with dating apps. And I said to her, like, um, so she was doing um, relationship coaching with me so I could actually really call call in a partner, let's say. And I said to her, I'm done. I'm done with these apps. I'm just done. I don't know if I can swear on this podcast, but I was like, fuck this. I'm just done. And I just got to a point where I was like, I just want to have fun. Like I actually just wanted to have fun. Like I I had really landed, and I say that like really seriously, I'd landed at a place of I don't give a shit about a relationship right now. I'm just going to go on Red Hot Pie, whatever this thing is, and I'm going to have fun. So she was like, yeah, do it. She helped me set up a Red Hot Pie profile and took all my other dating apps offline. And so I'd been dating quite heavily at this point. Like I'd been on, I was dating very, yeah. And so I literally went on there with no intention for a relationship. I'm talking zero zilch. No, thank you. Don't want to know about it. And so we, I got some pictures done. Actually, I did a professional boudoir shoot as well, because I wanted to do that for myself. So I did that. We, She helped me set up my uh, my profile. And it was just literally for the first I think six weeks on that app I had I wrote this list and there's quite a funny story to this so I had a list of all the things I wanted to do on this app Um, like in my sexual exploration so the list it was like every man's dream well no not every man's dream most man so on the list well okay so it was like I wanted to go to a swingers party in Perth you know, like an actual club. I didn't even know private swingers parties, sex parties existed at this point. I wanted to have a threesome. Well, you know,
0: an ffm. Yes. yes. Here we go. Yeah. Okay. An
1: ffm.
0: So this is also at the time that you started. I'm assuming by saying an ffm that you you're bisexual, or at the time you wanted to explore yes. that. Yes.
1: So yeah. So going back on that, I. I was wanting to explore my bisexual side. Side, So I had dabbled in that, but not really a lot. And to be honest, I kind of really pushed that side down and pushed it down and pushed it down and pushed it down for a long time, you know, concerned what people would think. Shit, am I full lesbian? Like I didn't really know what was going on. So I wanted to explore that side mainly. So it was more of the female stuff that I went on Red Hot Pie for. And a couple of wild sexual encounters with men, right? Like if I felt that. So, yes. So I wanted to have a threesome with another female. They call it FFM, right? But I also wanted to have a threesome with two men. So, and I, like like I said, I had this list. Like I literally wrote on the list. Go on, that
0: people are looking for. I couples. Was, and you're, yep. it's all couples that are chasing you?
1: So when I went on. And what, what transpired from that wasn't planned. When I went on, I was the unicorn. Yeah. So I was not ready to explore couples yet because, remember, right. like I'm quite new to this. So it was yep. more female stuff, swinging parties, some threesomes. Like that was kind of really what my desires were sure. at that point. And I'm going to be really honest here. And I don't want to say this, like I'm not saying this to sound like egotistical, but I would have like four or 500 messages in my
0: yeah, we know. <laughs>
1: In my inbox, and like I was like, like my coach at the time had to coach me on how to filter these messages. Like it was so too much. A new profile on Red Hot Pie. I had really good pictures. Yeah, like I literally will have men say, "I know you're not going to reply, but like your profile is." Mate, like the way that you've written it is so well done. So about six weeks in, so I hadn't even done anything on that list actually by this time. I was still exploring. I was still getting to know what the swinging clubs were called. I had actually met up with a couple of men. Sorry, I'd met up with a couple of men and I was still a bit nervous about the female, female stuff, but I really wanted some female, female experiences. I knew that. So I got a a message in my inbox from this saying, I'm having, I'm hosting a private Swinging party in this area, and it was quite close to where I was living. You know, I've seen your profile. Would you like to come? And at that point, I was like, I haven't even been to a swingers club yet. You know, like I hadn't even been to. Um, infusions or club 103 and you know the the clubs here so I said to this person oh look yeah thank you for the invite but I'm just not sure I'm like ready for that and it's I'm kind of glad I had that experience because a lot of people that message me I have a lot of new people that come to my events which I'll share a lot of people will say I'm really nervous and I've got a coaching background and mentoring so actually I kind of can help with that side of things and I make them feel really comfortable and so I know what it feels like because when I got invited to this small, it was a small party and I think this party was only about like 30 people, um, like really private, small. The person that messaged me, he wasn't like um, doing it to make money. You know, he invited me and I said, look, no, (laughs) I'm not coming to your party. I'm just not ready. And he was like, well, I'd love to meet you outside, like just for a drink, just for a chat. Like you seem really interesting and yeah, I'd love to just catch up. Uh, are you open to that? I was like, yeah, sure. Like I'm open to that, catching up for a drink. So this person we caught up and he had been on Red Hot Pie for quite a long time and had been running quite a lot of smaller smaller parties. And so we met and um, what transpired from that meeting, obviously I gave him my list <laughs> We're on the first chat and you can imagine his eyes lit up. He oh, was absolutely. like, <laughs> oh, Goodness gracious me, I just hit jackpot with this chick. What transpired was a relationship, well, an ethical non-monogamous relationship, right? So talking to someone that has never been in that kind of... I wasn't even in open relationships before. I was in full monogamous, right? That's all I knew. So... so he helped you get through that. list. Of course he <laughs> did. <laughs> we had some... Uh, Like, so the beginning of this um, connection was, was interesting for me because I was not only exploring a new connection with him, but I was exploring a lot of these, like these lists and more, you know, one of my favorite experiences was um, we hired an escort for our birthday. And actually that was You know, that was not not on my list. No. On my list was I wanted to hire an escort. I had a real desire. I wanted to hire a female escort for myself which never happened, but we ended up, and I got to choose the escort. Really loved that experience because it was about us too, because we had um, hired this escort for our birthday. Um, But we, you know, I was really, I really utilized her time. I told her exactly what we wanted, exactly what the boundaries were. Like I set the scene for this experience with this escort. So that was probably my top favorite. And he absolutely loved it. And we hired this escort for one hour. Now they're not cheap, let me tell you. She was stunning. She spent two and a half hours with us. It was wild. Like She was having a bore. And the minute she walked in, oh God, the minute she walked in, she was coming for me, let me tell you. So yes, um, so he helped me get through the list. He did. And we attended regular swinging parties, quite regular, because at this point, and we would have these lavish nights and we both had a love for beautiful hotels. And we would book these beautiful, lavish hotels and we would have nights together, just the two of us, or we would plan something. And so from this, we ended up having a couple's profile on red hot pie. So it happened quite quickly. So we're still, we'd set the rules that we were in a relate, we'd wanted to be in a relationship. And we had a very normal life outside of that, I guess, to a degree, but we had this side of our relationship. And so it was all kind of quite a whirlwind for me. You know, it wasn't something I was expecting. Like I literally was not going on red hot pie. Find love. No, or to even try and journey through this kind of relationship because to be in an open relationship, I'm very passionate about this subject. I actually do coaching with some couples on this as well, being a coach. To be in an ethical, non monogamous relationship, an open relationship, polyamorous relationship requires a lot of, you know, trust grounding, stability, communication. And so to be in a new relationship and be exploring this was really an experience for me, yeah. you know, like we hadn't got the grounding first. Does that make sense no. to you? Anyway, we were in this relationship and then we were going to the clubs and then I quick, very quickly was like, mm. I think he might have run one or two when we were first kind of at the beginning stages and um, I very quickly realised that I didn't really love the big swinging clubs. It was a good beginning, a good entrance for me, entrance, a good, you know, insight into what goes on and I think actually a lot of people that come to my events have started at the clubs and then actually prefer the private parties so he had been running these small parties and he was running one party and he kind of twisted my arm let's do a party together so we'd been dating for quite a while at this point maybe six months I can't remember and I was a bit resistant at first and then organized a party and he was like I'd really love if you can host it with me and so we hosted it um in a beautiful penthouse kind of apartment I was like, if I'm going to do this, I'm going to do it properly. And so I went and bought this beautiful Honey Burdette set. I'm obsessed with Honey Burdette lingerie. I, if I'm going to do something, I'm going to do it properly. So that night we were getting ready for this party together. And and I was like, I'm going, I'm doing dress down. I don't even need need to wear clothes first. So at these parties, I'll just share. People um, will come in either, you know, um, there's a, Either a theme there might be a theme at these parties, or you might just come in your your pretty cocktail dress, and you know and then there's a dress down that happens, and a dress down is at a certain time people get dressed down into their underwear, and so obviously he had that dress down invitation so if people want to do it. And so he was like, "Oh, is that what you're going to greet the guest in? I was like, yeah. Hey. Oh yeah! So I've never run a party. She had never been to a pri- a small party. Can't rem- I? Don't think I'd even been to one of his private parties. So for anyone listening, you know, a private party is just someone that hosts a private event, whether it be at their house or at a hotel room, in a penthouse apartment, wherever. Right. So it's private. Right. It's not run by the clubs. It's run by somebody. Or you might, you know, generally there's a, you've got to be invited or there's a guest list or you have to register. So I remember at this party specifically, he was taking care of the guest list because it was my first party. And so I was like, oh, I don't even know what, how to do any of this. So my first party and I looked smoking hot in this Honeybird Dare. It was my first Honeybird Dare outfit. And I really had like the whole shebang on. And so I um, greeted guests and they were just like, oh, wow, <laughs> hello. <laughs> like, I've still got that picture. Um, so I really took it on and I'll never forget at the end of the night, he said to me, Oh babe, like that's just so you. Like that is you, like your energy, like you he just said, you really enjoyed it. I said, I, I did, I really enjoyed the hostessing side, I really enjoyed the relationship building. I really enjoyed setting the rooms up, you know, captured you know people's attention and and things like that. So that was kind of my intro into hosting.
0: Did you play at that party or it's I all I did? Host? Yeah. yeah,
1: I did at that at that party. Yeah,
0: and that's your first one together. How soon from that party to you then hosting your own?
1: I remember saying the next party. I want to do everything, like, I kind of want to host and I want to do the guest list and I was starting to be like, no, I want to, like, I want to be in charge of the guest list and I want to, like, really take on this, you know, and he was like, sure, go for it. And so we, I hadn't even really started planning it, but I was starting to get things in place and dates and in that time we separated and the concept had just started to come together together. He was still going to be a part of it. And it was probably more because, you know, he had hosted them and I felt comfortable and safe. And I was like, I'm still going to host this party. Like, I'm still going to give it a go. And I just went ahead and I started organising a party. I ran my first ever party in September of 2022. Yeah. September. So that was my first party on my own, but I'd run two before that. And so I run that party and it was amazing. Like I got a venue. I just basically became an event. I've been hosting them at. Yep. Um, but. It was really interesting because I was like oh I need to find a venue I did a lot of research on a venue right because to hire a venue and I'm not even going to share the name of the venue to hire a venue or to this kind of nature there's a lot of things that you need to take into consideration right, right. and initially I was like oh I'll just get 40 people in and so I remember struggling to hire a venue and I just tapped into like my intuition because I'm really like, I'm a bit of a spiritual woo-woo as well. I booked this venue and I hadn't seen this venue before, but something just felt really right. The size of it, the amount of rooms, what was in the room, but I hadn't, I didn't get a chance to see the venue before. So I was like full going in blind pretty much. This has now become my set venue and I've hosted six parties there, so it was worth it. And that was selling the tickets and I was getting up to so my first party, this one at this venue, where I was still a little bit like honestly unsure how it was gonna work, but it just felt really aligned. And I thought, nah this this is okay, the size of the room. I ended up selling about sixty tickets um to this this event. And it was just because of people just There was the need. People were wanting – no, this is – yeah, so my women's only event started later. So this is my mixed gender one. And the mixed gender ones, to be honest, are predominantly couples. And then I have a mix of – I try to get more single females and then I'm very selective and I'll have like maybe one or two single males that come. But I know them. I vet them. You know, I've met them before. So – Getting back to the venue, I remember walking in, and so I had obviously asked someone to help me with yep. the setup and stuff because someone that had, I knew very well and trusted really well. And so when we arrived in into this venue that day, so I've never run this before, I was like so stressed. I'll never forget that day. I was like, oh my god, I've hit jackpot with this room, yep. like literally jackpot to the point this room has a built-in bar, balcony if people want to go out and vape or whatever, three really good sized bedrooms, massive living and dining room where which is where people can do the the chatting and the drinking and the talking, kitchen, um separate kitchen if people want to sorry for catering and stuff like that. Yep. One of the the master bedroom had a spa. So yeah, I mean, I was going in blind, especially because I was like, I've got 60 people coming. The room just was perfect, absolutely perfect, and it was worth the risk. All the guests, I had a system, a process. It's all done, you know, professionally, The before email goes out, letting people know how to enter, what to do, what not to do, what to bring. Like it's all done. It's done like a proper event. It's wild. That's why I'm saying that that first party which I thought was going to be one party and that was it paid off and then what transpired after that first party and it was great fun and people had a great time and you know the feedback that I get from my parties is is amazing and it's wild and I've got on my Red Hot Pie profile for someone that's been running events for me for like nine months you know I've got like over 40 validations right and validations is you know basically people sharing their experience about you or maybe they've played with you maybe they've been to a party um so for someone that's really only been doing it for eight or nine months to have that many validations is amazing you know
0: is everyone playing or is it like half the people are playing by the end of the night? Every
1: party is so different. It's yeah. really interesting. But
0: and I asked the question because there's going to be listeners out there that have never been yep. to a party. So they're going, if there's 60 people, it's a you've got question. three bedrooms, Is that's, you know.
1: Look, there's a lot of play at my <laughs> parties. There really is a lot of play. And I think the reason being, and I tend to capture, I've captured really experienced long-term swingers and newbies. There's yeah. a mix at my parties. There's,
0: What's the age?
1: Oh, the age is like really generally from about 30 to 60. Right. You know, or 30 to 55. Yeah. But my – cat, I would say my – the people that come to my events are probably sitting more between 35 and 50. Right.
0: You get a few other side but predominantly that's your group.
1: And I think – so the first party – There was a lot of play. There was a lot of long-term, when I say long-term experienced swingers, people that have been to loads of these parties and they're there to have fun.
0: How many condoms did you go through that night? I
1: don't know. I did not count.
0: Yeah. How many do you buy for an event like that?
1: Look, I found a company, for $40 you get 144 condoms. Right. Yeah, so I I have leftover condoms. Okay, yes. so th-
0: there's at least you know there's up to one hundred and thirty then.
1: <laughs> I just buy bulk.
0: Yeah, <laughs> and put
1: them in the rooms. <laughs> yeah, and then. I hope for the best. No.
0: Yeah. I don't have you you don't want to run out, that's for sure. So. I've never run out of condoms no.
1: or lube. And look
0: So how many bot so how many litres of lube would you go through at a party then?
1: No, actually you'd be surprised. I just have one lube in each room. Yeah. And I've never run out. Like you'd be surprised. I don't I the, the lube doesn't seem to go as fast as I thought it would be.
0: <laughs> oh, the night doesn't need it no
1: (laughs) they seem to be quite i don't know turned on anyway but um coming back to the play thing and this is really important i want to share this i think what people love about my events and if you were ever to join red hot pie and read my validations is a common theme is dream kitty made us feel so comfortable so welcome so warm you know, there was never any pressure to play, although we played and we had a great time. The biggest feedback I get and why I continued to run them is I was getting asked for them. And so after the first party, it was like, when's the next party? And we really want to come back. And I was just waking up to messages going, hey, we've been told about your party, we want to come. Like it was literally the flow. And that's why I said the flow. I've been very fortunate to build a solid um, relationship with Red Hot Pie. They sponsor my events, meaning they um, will give me gifts. They'll give me door prizes, um, supporting my international event coming up, which I'll share about as well. So parties just naturally BYO. BYO, yes. And so I provide food and nibbles and soft drinks and water and everyone brings their own alcohol. And that works really well. Like you never get any complaints and people will come with their cooler bag and they bring what they want to drink and then I provide mixes. And I tell you what, the food is always demolished. It's always gone. I don't know what parties you've... It's not dominoes. (laughs) No. (laughs) No. No, I, you know, I do a lot of the platters myself and food area where we're sitting, where people are chatting tends to be a popular area at the end of the night once people have um, exerted a bit of energy. Um, so the food goes goes down, yeah, really well. When I tried to lock in some dates for the rest of the year, it's booked out. I wanted to get creative because I'm doing my first, like, really – I guess, themed party in September, and that's actually got a theme to it. I've never done a theme like where you have to come dressed as something. Angels and Devils. This is in September? It's in September, and to be honest, that event is already at half capacity. Wow. So I've just changed, mixed up the venue a little bit um, for this year, and then I'll kind of reassess. The venue's probably the hardest thing about... I don't want to run them at my house. It's not going to happen. Um, Even if I had the space, I personally wouldn't. I did run and I'll share my women's event. So I was running these mixed gender events, I think, which we've spoken about. And I don't know, I noticed um, and I come from a really long standing coaching background. I'm a life coach myself and I've done counselling and lots of things. I was noticing at my... Parties. I was constantly getting messages from the wives, saying, "Oh, this, you know, I really want to experiment with females. I've, I'm bi curious. I'm nervous. I've never done this. You know, me having had the experience of being with with women by this stage, and." also just knowing what to say, um, I found myself almost like, I guess, coaching these women through the process and what to do. And so a lot of these women were women that were coming to my parties. Yeah. Yep. So remember, I've got a mix of people that are new to the scene or people that have been in the scene for a long time. That's generally what you'll get at my events and it just works well. And so I noticed that women were desiring this need for to explore their bisexual side. So I just said, I'm going to run a women's only event. Why not? Like, I'm going to see how it goes. And coming from an event, I used to run women's events anyway in my business. Like, literally, I used to run women's events, but they weren't play parties, right? I was like, I can do this. So my first women's event I held at my house, and it was a small group of women. It was 25 or 20 to 25 was so much fun. Like the women were just like, oh, my God, I don't have my partner standing around <laughs> watching or not that they mind or it was just a different experience and the partners would all drop. A lot of these women that um, come to my women's events, they have partners as well and their partners are going, yeah, we, we support you experimenting with that side. We want you to experiment oh. with that side.
0: Excited so for my wife to go to one of those, and yeah, I would look forward to the stories that she tells me when we when I pick her up. Exactly.
1: that's exactly <laughs> uh, why
0: uh, it would be yeah a, a bloody great night.
1: Yeah, and so the the first one, I just the feedback I was getting because I go on feedback and how yep. people are experiencing something, and they were like, oh, this is so nice. Like we were just sitting around all talking about our experiences as as a bi woman or. Some of the women hadn't even been with women, but they were really excited about it.
0: Even just to go and watch and just. Just to
1: even. It's a.
0: Yeah. You're at a women's only place, so you can just relax, have a drink.
1: Exactly. <laughs> and be around like minded women. Yeah. And not feel. Because I know when I was exploring. Before I was exploring my buy side, I was very much I was confused, a little bit confused about what was going on, to yeah. be honest, and I was a little bit like, oh, I didn't really know how to dabble. And so I was just creating these spaces. So I've got my third women's event next week end, which I'm super excited about. I love my women's events. It's got bigger and it's now at a um, luxury at a venue. venue.
0: Yeah. And how many tickets? Thirty-five. Thirty-five.
1: Honestly, probably would have could have sold up to fifty, sixty. Yeah. If I had a bigger venue. So if anyone's listening, anyone's got venues, please yeah. reach out. I'm super fussy with venues though. Like I I, I like nice luxury. Yeah. I set up all my um venues really nice and, you know, have um added things that I add to the room. So my third women's one is next week. Like I said, I've sold um I'm Opening it to 35 women, really, yeah. because of the space. And I've added some extra things to this event that the women are really loving. If you want me to share. Yeah, yeah. yeah sure. So I'm adding, um, I've got someone that's coming to do like a sex Toy workshop with the ladies where the women can actually like purchase different sex toys. And these are toys that they can use on themselves, toys that they can use with other women, toys that they can use with their partners. And the women at my first event, I was showing them my collection of my toys. And I've got a mixture, but mainly my toys I get from a place called Yoni Palace Pleasure. So a lot of them are glass crystal. Um, Not everyone knows about them. And I've got a mix of different toys, don't get me wrong. But at my first women's party, these women were so fascinated by these toys. And they really wanted to know more. And I was like, look, I've been using them and I love them, but I don't know everything about them. So, yes, um, I'm adding a few elements. I've also got someone that's coming to do a shibari demonstration as well. Um, and I don't, I don't even know how to explain shibari, so please don't get me to do it, but, um, I've just, it's something I've always been curious about myself and something that I thought would add like a different element as well. Yeah. So, yeah, so the, the women's one, once again, just naturally I have women that my next women women's one is August. I've even got women that have booked their August tickets, and there's just something that they look forward to. And I've got my I've got my regular diehards that are, that come to, to every.
0: Say, my next question is is that what's the repeat, repeat clientele?
1: Really fucking good. Yeah. To be honest, yeah, yeah. But I'm I'm not surprised based on myself and how I build relationships. Yeah. And how um I, you know. To me, it's more than a party, you know, yeah. like I really put a lot a lot into it. So I'd say the repeat is I'd probably have – I always have new people, always yeah. have new people at my events, always. I'd say 50-50 now. Yeah. Okay. So there's 50, you know – Like my, the people that have purchased my September tickets, which Shaka said is the one where I've, um, like the, I've changed the venue and it's themed. They're excited because they've been coming to DK's parties and they're now coming to a theme party. It's something different. different. They see the same people. A lot of these people meet at the event, at the event, or I might get people that contact me that say, oh, we've, we want to meet this couple. At your, you know, are there any this tickets? Yeah, so that they're the parties, and then I came up with a really great idea to um, host a lifestyle event in Bali. So I'm um, my life. I'm calling it a lifestyle event. Predominantly, it's a five night, six day swinging party that just keeps going. But yeah, five day party. It's in August on the August the fifth to the tenth, so it's five nights six days and that's filling up nicely and so i have taken over a full hotel
0: now this is not just for the people of perth i guess you're out there to the everyone on everyone in the world to go if you want to come along to a great five-day event meet a ton of new swingers have a blast meet new friends
1: this is it this
0: is it in bali at that time of the year what more yeah, do you want? and
1: I chose August because as a Bali lover, and I've lived in Bali, I love August. It's not super hot, yeah. like super super hot for a lot of Australians. Obviously, we're in winter, and so it's an escape. But this is open for people all around the world, and this is what I love. Right, like you could be coming from the UK, from wherever. It is advertised on Red Hot Pie. So what I'm doing at this event is I've done a full hotel takeover, and and um. It's just my guests in this hotel. Yeah. And so there's no one in the outside that's, you know, that's yeah. gonna be popping their head in and um I've organized um three group dinners. I'm doing a themed night. There's an afternoon where I'm taking the ladies to go and do like a bit of pampering. I'm taking the whole group to one of the top beach clubs in Bali for a Sunday afternoon sunset. There will be a dedicated playroom set up in this venue where people can go whenever they want. So whether your people are having orgies at night with, you know, a big group, or you might just want to book the room to go in there with another couple and things like that. So there is...
0: Back to your specific room, you know, you've got a dedicated yes. playroom yeah. that's separate. But it would need
1: to be booked if you yeah. want it. Obviously, um, that all that's all being organised through my support system. So, a dedicated playroom which will be open every night. Yeah. So you know, then the the two free nights, free people can people will forge their own friendships, relationships, go out and party, things like that. So yes, so that's coming up in August. That's taken a lot of my time. It's been really intense to organize, to be honest, like really intense, but I know it will be worth it. So there's some rooms left, like it's a package. So anyone that comes, you have to do an inclusive package. package. Yeah. Rather than, Hey, I'm just going to be in Bali. And I want to come, so it's it's we really want to keep it like with the with the group, yeah,
0: that sounds pretty good. So if someone's interested, how there is a dedicated web
1: page to it.
0: I'll put it in the show notes. put it in yes. the show notes <laughs> yes.
1: um, so we'll pop it in the show notes and they can literally click on the link, link and it will take you to all the information, and then they can actually email me from that point and if they want to know anything else as well, so it's got. Pictures, pricing, all the, th- you all name the stuff it. that yeah. you need on there. Yeah.
0: You've been talking for an hour, and it's now time to uh, wrap this interview up. Um, I'm I, I always throw it over to to my guests for the last comment. Over to you. In how do you want to end it?
1: For someone that's never been to a party, um, my invitation is just try, just go. Obviously, make sure you you feel comfortable with the host. And I think why people love my events and come back is because they they don't feel pressured. Yeah. And I say, look, it's welcomed for you to come and play and have fun, and that's what it's about. But there's never any pressure. You don't have to play. You don't have to dress down. Like the, you get to choose what you do at these events. And I think a lot of people have it in their mind when they hear of a sex swinging party that they have to participate. You know, and you don't. We're well, not at, go along and what? Yeah, not at my party. I mean, I can't speak for anyone else, but at my party, um, it's very much. I'm I see myself as someone that's creating a space for people to explore their desires a little bit like I had my list at the beginning of this journey. And I'm creating that space for for people to actually do it with like-minded people. So my um, leaving words is definitely don't hold yourself back. Whatever your desires, fantasies, kinks are, like get them ticked off, you know, and explore that and don't don't push it down, you know, make sure you, um, you tick that off the bucket list, however that looks for you, whether it's going to a private party, going to a club, you know, lots of different ways that you can do it. So I would definitely, I encourage people to really tap into that part of themselves. And I feel like a lot of people in society have pushed it down and they've, you know, or they have just decided, no, well, you know, that's, that's not, okay, or that's not normal. I'm not going to do that. Or they've shamed themselves. Whereas I'm the person, I'm the goddess going, no, 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 let's go there. Like, what is it you want to explore? You know, let's do it. Like come, come to my event or come to Bali or go to someone else's event and um, allow yourself. It's so liberating and the freedom, whether you want to keep it to yourself. I mean, I don't share this with everyone in my life. You know, you don't have to share it with everyone but it's still very liberating to be able to explore those sexual parts of yourself which um you've been pushing down for so long or just not knowing where to start as well on the journey
0: no, that's great thank you so much dk for joining me today the show notes will have all of your contact information especially about the bali trip that everyone should go along to and have a blast for those five days. So, again, thank you so much. And to everyone out there, stay kinky.